Hello there, guys, and welcome to Behind the Bunker here, episode 438, podcast number 302 here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, my name is Todd Ansich. Thank you very much for joining us. We have lots on the show tonight. We're also doing a multi-stream, so if you're not if you're not seeing us on Facebook, head on over to YouTube or vice versa. Uh, we're going to try to watch both Facebook comments and YouTube comments what? at the same time as well. Um, Who's watching YouTube? Whoever wants to. But Facebook is live as well. With me, I have uh, Joe Kimson from Flaggers Paintball. Hi, thanks for tuning in. <laughs> thanks for tuning in tonight. I'm here. Um, I, was just I just blew his mind. Questions. I've never been first. This is a great honor. Um, so I'll turn you over to uh, that guy. Garvin Sharma. Gavin Sharma. It is Garvin Sharma. What a time to be alive, YouTube and Facebook at the same time. Insane, my friends. But if you are on the Facebook world right now, make sure you hit like and share or start a, start a watch party. There we go. I should speak into the microphone. <laughs> I have a watch on. Gavin has lost the microphone award for this evening already. Microphone. Just, uh, there we go. There was a little person using my uh, my microphone last time. So That was two weeks ago. You can't blame it on that. I didn't speak much last Your time. union rep and I are going to have a little conversation at yeah. the end of the show. Start a watch party. Like and share. Let everybody know what you're doing right now on Behind the Bunker. And just because he doesn't kill himself, here is Zuby Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> Epstein didn't kill himself, silly pants. Yes, and uh, his, his scarf was too tight. Yes, uh, no, it was something about his. He got tangled up in his bed sheets in the middle uh, of the night or something. He's, yeah, he's one of those dreamy people. Dreamy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm on uh, YouTube he sure right now. Was dreamy <laughs> to some, I guess. I don't. Um, so far, three thumbs up on the YouTubes. Uh, don't forget to uh, um. Click the bell, I think. Is that what you say when it gets to YouTube? I think so, yeah. Something with a bell and a, and a thumbs up. So, uh, yeah, please do that. And uh, please stop flagging our content for inappropriate stuff. Because last <laughs> week we kept all of our clothes on. <laughs> for a while. Um, and with us, we have, uh, joining us in our remote studio, we have Simon Stevens. Good evening, everybody. And he is not from Terra Tech Industries. He is from Inception's Designs. That's right. Yeah, yeah. There we go. This will be a great night tonight, guys. We're watching the live chat, so if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or beefs, post them up there, and we'll try to get them on the show. Um, wow, we have a lot to get to on, on the show tonight. Um, Matt, come on over for a second. We also will have our hotline open if you guys want to call the show. It's 585-250-8968. But we will be uh, not answering your phone call for the first part of the show because we have Simon on the show and... Well, damn it, he's going to get some airtime because we well, uh, we don't get him on very let's often. Let's face it. He's got me important more, questions today. He is more importanter than most of you. <laughs> I would say I would say that's a slap in my face. And? <laughs> that was well played. Huh. Um, oh, Simon, we were talking about you last week on the show, and I showed uh -oh. them this picture, and they weren't convinced that it was you. Uh, yeah. Which is that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> How could that be? About 16 years ago, maybe? Bit of a baby face and my goatee when i met my wife she uh i had my goatee but my hair so it had to go nice i'm still i'm, I'm still saying bravo sierra i i, I don't think so at all that was that looks, like event young, that looks like a young where it was freezing cold and we raided uh we raided empire for the warm clothes and then we raided walmart for their hunting gear just so we could keep warm for the event then she had propane burners on the tent flaps and on the zips the zips because everything froze solid it was an awful event jeez and that is an old empire hoodie it looks like yeah yeah that was cold 
That was. I, it, well, at least at least I was proven that it that that it was right, and it did have your name there. I whited it out because I was asking him as a sort of a trivia question. <laughs> um, you guys know that Black That's Friday me. is just around the corner, right? I thought it was last week, but I was sadly mistaken. Well, I think a lot of the retailers were confused as well because I saw Black Friday stuff already up last or Black. I, yeah. I think some people tried claiming it was Canadian Black Friday. There's no such thing. No, there isn't. Well, there's, there's Canadian Thanksgiving, isn't there? That's yes. a little earlier. Yeah, than the and Scotch-toberfest, but there's no such thing as Canadian Black Friday. Um, have you never heard of Scotch-toberfest? Awesome. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Oh, Black Friday, guys. 25% off air-ups bunkers. If you guys are oh, needing what? one for next season, pre-order it now and get yourselves some savings. That's a good deal. Um, that's an awesome deal. And you know what? It's the end of the season. I know Brent's quiet right now until people are sort of waiting on next year. But if you have the dollars in your in your capital fund, put it out and uh, buy some bunkers. Waiting now. to find out what the layout and whether there's going to be accessory kits for next year. Well, they're talking about inflatable hyperball fields. So, Ooh. yeah. So we'll see. Will it have the same sound? <laughs> Part of hyperball is that sound. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Tink. Well, not pop, tink, pop, but pop, pop, pop. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, paintball extravaganza, ladies and gentlemen. Have we told you about paintball extravaganza? That is happening coming up very, very soon. And that is happening. There Tennessee. it is. Uh, 18th, 19th, and 20th in Memphis, Tennessee. That's We're all going sad. to Graceland, ladies and gentlemen. That's and, a great album. Uh, I'm excited. Are you going? Um, I have a lot of family stuff going on next year. Um, I may have. So it really depends on what happens with all of that and, and where I'm going to be at. Yeah, yeah. But I wish the event well. It's a phenomenal event, and Rick does a great job putting it on. He 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 does, and he sent us this. If you guys can, if you want to zoom in, Matt, just some general all-purpose ah. Graceland land and Elvis wow. swag, and uh, he said we're gonna we can give it away. So we're cool. gonna give it away. Uh, give it not right now. Wait, that is very kind of you. Thank you. <laughs> yes, to as, a, as a parting gift for being on the show. That's you awesome. you get the yeah you get the play at home behind the bunker kit <laughs> for being on the show. Um, it involves a microphone that's attached to nothing. So <laughs> this this gear we're going to give away uh, just after Christmas, I think, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna do a contest. So if you guys think you want some of that cool stuff, let us know. We'll we'll definitely get you in, and that's that's for paintball extravaganza. Um, one other thing that I want to hawk at the beginning of the show, and I'll probably do so near the end of the show as well, is uh, do you guys know that we have a apparel website up? If you guys want to get any merchandise that uh, will help support the show, head on over and check out our website at BehindTheBunker.com. That has all of the great merch so you can get, uh, well, T-shirts. Uh, this one Simon just ordered. These are the Legacy Series yoga tights with the Behind the Bunker symbol on them, so that was cool. Uh, hoodies. And then we just released this this week, new podcast merch as Whoa, well. So if that. you guys would like that, you can choose whatever hey. color if you like. So if you don't wow. like purple, you can get whatever color you want and some new hoodies as well. Purple cool. so hot right now. Yeah. Purple is hot. We've had purple for a long time, Simon. Like, you're just fashion joke. <laughs> so there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, one other thing I want to mention, if you guys are going over to Behind the Bunker, have a look at this. This is our new website. I didn't show you guys this yet. So this is the Behind the Bunker website. You can see right here, this is where the live show will be. There's our awesome sponsors. Uh, a little bit about the show. You can listen right there for our podcast. Oh, what's this? 
Oh, look at that. Meet the hosts? Oh. Wow. So you can find out exactly what they, yeah. So I'm going to put what their, what their likes and hobbies are, whether they like walking on the beach. And you couldn't wait till like December when I lose this. <laughs> ah, fiddle faddle, I can Hard fix that. No. And Hard then uh, no. an instant uh, reply part right here. Get in touch with us. You can uh, send us questions directly to the show, uh, sent in contact, whatever you wish. And there's also a link to our merch site. So if you want to click on there, you can go to the merch site. All of our recent podcasts are up there now as well. So you guys can scroll around and get all of them uh, at your fingertips. Sorry about that. And uh, there you go. You can get it on uh, our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Podomatic, TuneIn, and Spotify now. So very cool. little blatant plug for our website. Uh, but you can also watch it, li- watch us live there. And Simon, you were saying before the show that you were, uh, you were on that website looking for a new T-shirt or a new hoodie. Yeah, but I was a little bit confused because it's all, everything's priced in software. It's CAD. What is CAD? It's computer-aided <laughs> design. Yeah. I, oh, that's I, my Christmas jumper. <laughs> I like that. What do you think of the new truck? I ordered mine. Did I'm you, on the reserve list. You yep. put your hundred bucks down. One hundred forty-six thousand people ordered. Two hundred thousand now. Oh, no. two hundred thousand. Wow. But did you get the single, the double, or the oh. triaxle? Oh, come on, the tri-motor. I think the triac, the tri-motor, of course. <laughs> So what we're it's got, to, it's got to pull the inception show trailer, so, so it's got to have the power. Two hundred thousand people at a hundred bucks each. That gives them twenty million dollars working capital to build this thing. Yeah, and about ten billion dollars in orders if they're real. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, I wonder how many people put their order in just to say they did. I want. I'm know sure how, there's a few of those. I want to know how many nerds bought that with the intention of turning into the warhog from the Halo <laughs> video game, because that's exactly <laughs> I, what that looks like. That's gonna happen fast. Without. Here, uh, here's a picture. Someone of already what... did it through Photoshop, so it's only yeah. a matter of time before Monster Garage gets it or something. So John from Ruthless Paintball, he's already done up one for for him himself. I, I I gotta say I hate the roof line, but everything else I like about the truck. But then if you look at this version of it, the EG Ooh, one. I haven't seen Ashley, that one before. That Ashley did that today. It's pretty good. Yeah, I thought I saw that on his Facebook page, and I thought that's cool. Well done. Definitely um, needs a roof rack. And then, yeah, I, but who puts a fifty cal on it? Like, why not a minigun? Yeah, you need to check your minigun. Put something awesome. That's all they have in England. <laughs> wow, let's bitch, uh, you bitch, know, bitch. I'm sorry, you're upset about the Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> and, on my Photoshop truck, I'm gonna have and this on it. And why is it on the moon? <laughs> it's on Mars. They're gonna take him to Mars. No kidding. Well, this is my. This would be my version. I I, I saw someone post Gloria. this thing. I thought that's oh, pretty that's cool. Good. And that's Did you see of... the one where they where they put man the with a play off of the uh, new Star Wars? Oh, oh no, that'd be cool. That was pretty cool. That'd be cool. This is which brings awesome. us up to one of the most important questions. Go ahead. Because he's not Baby Yoda. I haven't oh, I saw... you broke seen up... Mandalorian? No, and you broke up a it little bit. It clearly there. takes place after the last Star Wars movies, but absolutely, there's a Baby Yoda in there. It's not Baby Yoda because. Unless he's... But what species? What do we call him if we don't call him Baby Yoda? It's the oh, most important question of our time right now. He does have a species. I know that for sure. But we don't know what it is. All right, I'll have we to need, get We into need that. to know. When I'm done watching what I'm watching, maybe I'll go over and watch that. Right, I'm, I'm on you the need to watch it. department good. right now. This is, this is sort of off topic, but we talked about this on the podcast several weeks ago. Everything we do is off topic. We're not on topic. And we'll get to paintball at some point tonight. So this is now in our area. I've been talking about this for years, and I still what? think it's a great idea. So this is the refuel truck. So 
cheaper than a gas station and you call them up through your app and they'll come to wherever you That's are cheaper GPS, than a gas station cheaper than a gas station that's the uh, height of laziness. I thought drive throughs were bad. I miss proper full-serve stations. Now the only one in our, uh, our we're in New area. Jersey. See, we, we have one where we are, and you have to get out of the car anyways to walk into their hovel of a shed to pay for your gas. No, we're, we I'm in New Jersey. Most wireless. people here don't even know how to pump their own well, gas. Well, you're not allowed to in New Jersey, right? No, it's actually against the law, which yeah. annoys the hell out of me. Which is it takes wonderful. so much longer. Which is wonderful and stupid at the same time. <laughs> yes, when it's freezing cold and it's horrible exactly. weather outside, it's yeah. lovely. That's when you're in a hurry, when you want to fill gas, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, the only time I use full service when it's like minus 40 degrees Celsius, you're like, yes. nah. And it's right. awesome. But the yeah. thing I like about the full service station around us is the price isn't different. Normally, no, if it's, it's exactly a full service station, it's a couple more cents per liter. But That's this cool. one is the exact same, and he does have the uh, wireless debit machine now. Now, I was banned from full service when I kept demanding the happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> That's not kind of establishment. Hey, great comment, Jeff. Jeff in the chat says, uh, or sorry, John says, uh, that if it's a Tesla, it shouldn't have had a flamethrower on it. Yes. Yeah, no, it should have had not a flamethrower. Not a flamethrower, yeah. Yes. Because <laughs> it's not But the only thing I, I, I saw, you know, with the launch, it, with the smashed window <laughs> you know what it's, why would anybody a civilian want bulletproof or smash proof glass didn't it get buggered up in the presentation they didn't they, they, yeah, they ball ball well, you know, well, well no because bulletproof, bulletproof glass isn't bullet isn't bulletproof it's bullet resistant yeah. so the so, bullet won't go through it but it yeah. will still smash so the, it actually worked the way the bulletproof glass is supposed to work right. yeah my, my my concern is that if somebody has this and they get into a, a disaster emergency and EMS and first responders just yep. to watch you die. How do they get in? That is a big concern. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's actually a really good idea. Because it's, it's strong material they're building it with. Uh, Which well, makes you wonder, does Elon know something the rest of us don't? <laughs> well, he's getting ready for the Civil War, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, by the way, it's nice to see all you guys watching on YouTube tonight. Uh, we are trying to watch your comments, and the, the chat's going pretty quick on both fronts here. Um, yeah. So anyways, away from the Tesla, but I, the, at first couple glances, I hated it, and it kind of grows on me, but mm -hmm. I, 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 I still don't know. The, the, one that, the one part that's bugging me is the point of the roof. You know, yeah, but everything else shallow. I like. And I like the fact that they might put solar panels on the back so it charges itself. But you can't get enough kilowatt solar on the back of it to charge it. Oh, just stop Unless you rush it for a couple days. days. <laughs> the, the average miles, miles, and they're talking about 15 miles plus from solar panels if they do the tonneau cover. And if they do fold out wings, it actually might get up to 40 miles of charge a day. So yeah. it becomes viable. Yeah. I hated the look of the uh, Avalanche, the Chevy Avalanche, when it first came out with all that plastic and stuff on it but it grew on me i i thought i i like the second generation better but it definitely grew on me and same with this truck mm -hmm. the more i see like i hate this the, the the lines but i love the tires and then i like the lines again and then i i like the uh, front of it yeah it's interesting to to bring it back to paintball i was, I was having a conversation with somebody earlier anytime you follow a design path and you stray too far from the norm you get very negative reactions initially um, and it's happened a few times with some of the projects that I've done. And it's a very scary thing to do to step away from the design or, or the norm by too much because of those negative reactions that you get. 
And sometimes you do it and it's phenomenally successful. And sometimes you that something that should be a good product fails. Yeah. Um, has been amazing at actually doing that on multiple occasions and being able to achieve it. So it's been uh, pretty interesting seeing what the reaction was and then what's happened over the subsequent few days since the car was released. Yeah. Well, if you're coming out with a pickup truck, you're going up against the F-150, right? Which, yeah, which is, is the been... best-selling vehicle of all time. Exactly. So why would you go and do the same sort of thing? Like if you put Chevy Ram and a Ford beside each other, they all look about the same. Like, yes, there's a little bit of difference in plastic wear on the outside, mm -hmm. but it's about the same thing, right? Um, but anyways, good for them. But uh, I'm getting the hand to say, let's let's move on. <laughs> the entire chat room is literally telling you <laughs> yeah. to move on. Yeah. Now, All right. Well, let's move on, guys. How talk. about Operation Chair, uh, Charlie 2020, guys? That's going to be held uh, in Sarajevo, where the Olympics were held. Why would you like to go play a MegFed game there? That'd be cool. Yeah. Joe and I are going. We haven't talked about it. We haven't bought our tickets, but we're going to go. That just seems like a lot of stairs to play Meg. <laughs> Maybe they have working elevators. <laughs> the mission is to get to the bottom of the ski hill jump. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. And then here behind the bunker uh, is uh, encouraging you guys to sign up for the red team when you play Super Game Indiana. Why the red team? Because Ooh, Brandon why red? Page is there. Oh. That's why. He sent oh. this in and is requesting our help to solicit players. What page? So depending That is on going to be a fantastic game. I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. And speaking of Super Game, guys, so Super Game West, Central, and East, all the dates have been announced. For more information, go over to supergame.tv or directly mes message Dan Brombreak or um, Brian, Brian Barno and say Todd sent you from behind the bunker. There needs yeah. to they be would like that. Are those, are those the correct dates? Is that the updated one? Yes, sir. This I just ripped off my Facebook page today. I got an invite. Brian Barno specifically oh. sent me and only oh, me an me, invite. He sent me one too. He sent me a private one. Listen to you. There needs to be a Super Game North. Huh? Oh. Uh, oh. Maybe. Um, and then uh, Ghost Recon El Dorado, August 23rd, being held at Hell Survivors. Make sure you guys get signed up for that one as well. Another Behind the Bunker uh, sanctioned event. If you guys would like uh, Behind the Bunker to promote your events, Slap on our logo, send it our way, and, and uh, we'll try to help you guys promote it. Much like this, 2019 Paint Fest. If you guys want to bring someone into paintball, here's your opportunity. Free entry, free rentals. Wouldn't cost you anything. Just buy some paint. Heck, even try some free demos. Come over to Flag oh, on December 8th and uh, bring your friends and family so that uh, you look like the hero. And maybe you'll find some guys that uh, will we'll, we'll get into paintball and enjoy it. And this Simon Stevens is coming up for. He doesn't know and hasn't told us yet, but Red Dawn Blockade, <laughs> Sunday, March 1st at Flaggerter's Paintball. Wolverine, Wolverine and Pickles. Yeah. Simon's just going to trade his British accent in for a Russian accent and uh, and join the cause there. Can we get Can we get Simon to do a promo video for that dude in his best Russian accent? Best Russian accent. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard it. I just ordered four vodkas and tonic. That's my best Russian. <laughs> Or his best American one, either one, because Joe does a pretty decent... That might be harder. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys are looking for uh, gifts for us for Christmas, uh, oh. go to paintball-jewelry.com. Paintball rings. I choose the Empire EVS goggle. I do like that ring. I just saw that today, and I thought, that's cool. If I ever get married again. Is that the same guy that did the uh, the JT one? Die one and the other ones? Those are... Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to tell you about a failure I had this week. So... This popped up on my Facebook feed. It said, happy friend anniversary, Todd and Gavin. 
Uh, know your, and it says your friend anniversary challenge play now. So I played it now and I did it in front of Gavin as well. And I think I got one out of six right. And that's only because Gavin answered it. And then I was all <laughs> excited and then I logged on to mine and I didn't have that option. It's, a, it's, like, it's like Facebook okay. with Sterion. Hey, screw you guys. We're well, they saw my score and said, okay, they're obviously not they're friends. Not they friends. don't know each other. <laughs> I'm glad we didn't go on the newlywed game. Oh, um, so later on in the show, guys, we're going to talk to you about what is the most humiliating thing you have done in paintball. We'll get to that in just a few oof. minutes. Um, who said oof? Oof. I Josh was adjusting <laughs> his package. Oh, I thought he was talking about eggs. Oh. Yeah, oofs. Yes. Oofs. Um, I ordered a dozen oofs this morning. That's lo oofs, isn't it? Loofs. Did you have jambone with your oofs? <laughs> <laughs> so we'll get to that in uh, just a minute. So a reminder, guys, head on over to uh, BehindTheBunker.com. You guys can now start watching the show there live as well as see all of our merch and uh, all or of the, our dating profiles, apparently. So we don't normally get a chance to have Simon on the show. Simon, what's what's new in your what's new in your world? You've got some new products coming out for Christmas, or what's uh, what's your push? From Folder Gap, a new rip hinge frame and some custom FLEs with a rip frame down at World Cup, which were hugely successful. So now we're trying to get caught up building those for everybody. And we're doing those with uh, custom anodizing, so we've got some real cool guns coming down the pipeline. Nice, very good. And we may not see a booth of yours at, at uh, Extravaganza, but maybe we might see you stop in, maybe? As, as I said, there's a lot going on, uh, family stuff, beginning of next year, so it all depends on how that works out. I'm hoping to be there, but uh, we have to see what happens. Are you expecting that week? Uh, no, I'm a <laughs> um, li little more serious than that. My oh, sister's okay. very ill, and I might end up being a bone marrow donor, which requires me being in England for a couple of weeks. Oh. Oh, back to the motherland. Yes, possibly. Yeah. Well, Here I thought he was going to say he was going to have another baby. I was going to say, like, you already have No, we're done with that. Don't. Two, two and done. Yeah. <laughs> two, two's, a good, two's a solid number. Now she's got three of you to deal with, right? <laughs> That's fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, and how was World Cup for you? Apparently it was uh, another record breaker or close to it with the uh, uh, teams and players. It was a normal event. It was a what, sorry? Lot. It was actually fantastic. Yeah. There was a lot of people. Yeah. I did. Stable walls on the 10 man mounds again. Yeah. Back to back wins on that. And that was really good. The mound still was a lot of fun. It's kind of a, a big part of the resurgence of the 10 man and the mechanical play. Yeah. A lot of people were out playing that and having a good time. Yeah. It, it's funny, Simon. We pulled into the parking lot when we first arrived at World Cup and we looked over and we could see over the mesh. We saw these, like, what we thought were really tall referees or referees on stilts. But they have, <laughs> we, we, as we walked around the venue, we, we found out later that they were um, standing on top of the mounds. So. Yep. Now, are you. Uh, it, it, was a, it was a great event. I think everybody that likes. Now, Simon, you've been doing some coverage uh, with your with your apparatuses, uh, bringing live broadcast to the paintball people. Uh, ever thought about putting down the camera and picking up the marker again and competing? I would love to be playing 10-man. Um, and I actually had planned to play the first 10-man event, well, the ICC. There were so many people that didn't know what they were doing with their old guns. And, uh, that just needed help that I ended up just taking a set of Allen keys and running, which meant that playing was out of the question. Um, and then because it was so much fun and everyone was having such a good time, I, I picked up my phone and just tried started broadcasting some of the games. And it was insane 
the reaction I got to broadcasting games on the Mansfield and out in the woods and how many people were excited the comeback of 10-man playing to see what was going on. Well, and so it's been such a positive thing that I would love to be playing it, but right now I, I feel that it is so important for the future of paintball that the best thing that I can possibly do for that is actually to keep doing the coverage that I'm doing. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And I, I have to say... Joe and I, one of our highlights was to run into you at, at uh, World Cup, but as with every World Cup, we're busy, you're busy. We only had like a couple of mo- moments to chat with you, and you looked exhausted and frazzled, and we weren't that- too bad, but it, it was it's too bad. It's, it, it's, it's hard when, you know, we, we look forward to having our Simon quota met, yes. but uh, you're busy with, uh, with what I, you're I doing. I apologize. And- it would definitely have been nice to spend more time. Um right after folder gap so we went away for folder gap and by the time world cup started we'd already been on the road for seven or eight days um amazing event so that there's no chance of not going to that before world cup and we went from new jersey to north carolina did world cup sorry did folder gap went to south carolina saw a friend went to florida set up for world cup and then started doing world cup and uh, as part of being at world cup was covering and doing video and Mansfield, as well as pitting for X Factor and running a booth. So uh, I, we probably bit off a little more than we could chew and bit exhausted at World Cup by the time I saw a lot of friends. You know, full the gap. I've only been there once. We got to get there. We got to get back there, ladies and it's gentlemen. Fantastic. If anybody has any connections or ins, get a hold of Full the Gap. Let them know. We I might want to come down, up. and we'll 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 ha- we'll start a conversation because I, I I think that's something that we got to come back it to. Is. It is a phenomenal event, and, and the people there are just amazing. The guys that run the field, Ferg and Pete, great, great people. The game is fantastic. There are so many tanks. There's so much going on. Yeah. Just phenomenal. It's one of my favorite events to go to. It, it really was, is an excellent event. It was Colonel Mustard who got me down there yeah. years ago yeah. and 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 uh, put me up and all of his... Uh, his his shadow dragon initiative and, and those guys all put me up and it was awesome and I had a blast. He was, awesome. he was there again this year. Was yeah, he? He's always there. Yeah, yeah. he's so great. We, always good to see him. Yeah, so it'd be nice. It'd be nice to get back down and see all those guys. Come on down and play last year, uh, next year. I was there with the Capital Offense guy, and they are just a phenomenal group of people. Amazing off the field, absolute great paintball players on the field. Uh, we were hanging out playing with Jack Wood from Planet Eclipse. Just going around wrecking things. It was fun. <laughs> now, speaking nice. of Planet Eclipse, can I tell you about something, uh, Simon? Do you know that Planet Eclipse is the creators of the most incredible tournament paintball markers, soft goods, and gear? The winningest paintball markers in paintball. And now, with the innovate, in, they they have uh, the mechanical action, such as the new M170 and the MG100 Magfed Marvel. Probably the most accurate gun I've ever shot was the M170R, guys try one out at a field near you yeah don't forget the emac at the lower price point as well that gun is an amazing value gun eg the world's leading manufacturer of smoke grenades thunder flash airsoft and paintball grenades for film for use in film theater and photography and of course paintball pull a tab at your next event hashtag pop smoke and Arabs are proudly made in the U.S. of A. Their thick welded seams, stainless steel hardware, multiple color options and layouts are available. 2019 fields shipping now. Ask about full color printing and custom logo options. Uh, options. <laughs> Whoa. Arabs. Lobo op- options. 
Ruthless Paintball Products caters to both professional players and weekend warriors. They have set a new level of paintball playing apparel. You can head over to their website now and use our BTB15 promo code for 15% off. And more than just swaps and pads, Exalt is a way of life. Available to discerning retailers, fields, shops, and shows. They are tournament-ready, battle-proven Exalt. In the beginning, you fall out of a in tree. You stumble down a rocky cliff. You wade chest deep through a mosquito-infested bog. Then you realize you're surrounded. It's party time. You own a Tipman. Now combined Empire, JT, Tipman, and V-Force, and you get the world's largest distributor of everything paintball, GI Sports. DLX Technology, guys, is the manufacturer of the Lux X paintball marker, as well as other great product lines like the SP Shocker, the Gog Enemy, and the Freak Barrel Kits. A longtime manufacturer of paintball gear, they have the products that you can trust, and their products are outstanding. For over 50 years, Altama has proudly carried militaries from across the globe through every challenging environment, including malls, jungles, deserts, urban battle zones. Make Altama your next paintball, airsoft, or EDS everyday shoot. Did or you say malls? Al malls, I did. Okay. Or look for their battle zones on Christmas. Look for yeah. Altama, original swatter, first tactical ladder, leading retailer near you. Hashtag no drip, no melts. Inception's design, guys. Don't procrastinate your holiday season this year. Get your shopping done and uh, relax for the season. Head on over to Inception's Designs now. Uh, yeah, there's a uh, discount code if you put behind <laughs> the bunker in. Ah, there we go. Ladies and gentlemen at home, if you would like a discount code for Inception's Design, type in... Uh... BTB, isn't it? It's been a while since I did it. Yeah, we should do we should do something like that. Enter BTB and that was one. No, I'm, 1 pretty, I'm pretty sure off. there is one. I made it active to you guys. Oh, excellent. Ah. And that's eighty percent off, right? Eighty <laughs> percent. <laughs> Although for some reason our shipping gets hiked. Yes. <laughs> but there's a shipping and handling fee. Yeah. Yep, BTB. Capital B, capital B, capital B. Gets you ten percent off. Look at that. Ten percent. There we go. I just tested it. There you go. Ten percent. Ten percent off at all. Do it now. Inception designs. All right, ladies and oh, gentlemen, come. we're going to change uh, gears here real quick. I want to talk to you guys about the topic that we have at hand tonight. And uh, one of them is, uh, what is the most humiliating thing you have done on the paintball field? Uh, either here, done yourself or seen. And uh, a lot of you guys sent in um, some, some great things. We posted up on Instagram. We posted up on, on all of our social media channels. And we're going to watch you guys live on YouTube right now as well as our Facebook chat. And uh, while we're waiting for you guys to post up in your thing, uh, Rick Chard from Paintball Extravaganza, Extravaganza. Uh, posted. Extravaganza. He says that uh, he was commenting how he really likes our new swag shop. But he says, uh, we're going to be very sorry when George Hey shows up wearing hey. his BTB tights. That's going to be awesome. Uh. Now, I did notice we've had several orders this week, and I did notice that someone ordered a very small pair of uh, tights. Yeah, it was George Hay. I'm hoping so. <laughs> gonna now we're going to have a whip around. We're going to have a whip around and buy him a set for extravaganza. I've got to read. Mike Holstrom ran into a pole, then he got up, then ran into a tree. He's not a smart man, he says. <laughs> Um, what do you guys have? I got, oh, Jamie Larmy had a rental player that accidentally was issued a 50 cal marker with 68 cal paint. Customer was happy. They said they had an awesome day of paintball. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like the guy to, uh, on the weekend. He was playing 50 caliber with an FT50. And he came back and was commenting about how his gun didn't work the whole time he was out there. And uh, our staff went to go clean his gun, and sure enough, there was a 68 caliber ball in the bottom of his hopper. People yeah. don't pick up paint. That no, no, I didn't. No, I swear I didn't. 
And yeah. James Murphy said there's a few times he got to the other side of the field so quick that his own team started shooting at him. So I shot them too. <laughs> Seems legit. Still counts. Yes. Nice. Uh, Matt, I have one or two over here if you want to come over. These are responses to our Instagram stories. Mr. Pink said, rushed over an ice river and the ice wasn't thick enough. That's oh, not good. That's uh, not Paintball.100 says, first time playing speedball, tripped over my own two feet and took a roll. I think we've all kind of done that once before. Yeah. Um, why are these not loading? Oh, Awesome Sock says, uh, shoelace was untied at starting bunker and tripped and shot myself and teammate in the neck. That's fun. Uh, call sign says, uh, walking back to respawn and slipping on a pile of mud and sliding down a hill. I did that in a winter big game. I fell down a 3322, yeah. and that was that game where we had a snowstorm and then an ice storm. Oh, so the snow was a foot oh, deep, but yeah. then it had like a quarter inch of ice on top of it. And we were trying to traverse the hill, and we just kind of fell down. I used my DM4 to stop my fall. <laughs> uh, Joshua Silverman fell down a hill while shooting pictures during the 10-man finals at the NPPL LA 17, 18 years ago. Slid all the way under the wire onto the field of, with about 500 spectators watching. He sat up, took a picture, then crawled off the field. Hey, I know Josh Silverman. I know Josh Silverman, too. We didn't see him oh. at Cup. We did not. He was there working hard. Well, he was there, I'll believe you that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else got? Anyone else got a yeah, yeah, George yeah. Hay in the chat says he, hey. once asked, he once asked somebody to watch BTB, so that is embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good for you. Good for you, George. Hey. hey. In his new <laughs> yoga shorts or yoga pants. Oh. As long as, he doesn't have, as long as he doesn't ask us to sign, I'll be happy. They'd be yoga capris. I actually have a photo of one of my most embarrassing ones I just found. How do I put that up? Uh, send it to me send it over to the Facebooks. And then I can, maybe I can uh, find it. Uh, well, we wait for that. Heath Hawkins says, tried to jump over the snake. Both my feet clipped it. Full oh. face plant knocked the wind out of me. Nice. That's even more embarrassing when something like that happens. You don't recover quickly. Like If you get the wind knocked out of you, you're just sort of laying there. It just makes it worse. So it's, you don't want to look like an idiot. So you're trying to muster up all the strength you have. You're in dire pain. Wheezing. <laughs> Wheezing. No, I'm fine. And he got nothing. <laughs> I, I got nothing. I got nothing. Uh, while you guys are redoing re here, I have Fluffy Big PJs says, attempted to jump over a little stream, fell in waist deep. Uh, Dorian P8 says, when I first started playing, I had a snap, uh, snap battle with a few guys shooting at me, and I panicked. Uh, Noah Watkins says lost a speedball tournament by shooting my teammate on accident then I got shot that's never any good uh, Jeremy didn't engage my air uh, during a point we needed to win uh, didn't have the hearts to tell my teammates uh, and lastly here Je uh, James says standing on the sidelines after and got nailed by a stray ball in the nards yeah, I, I send you the photo, Todd. Okay, let me see if I can load that up. Let's see Simon's embarrassing moment. Simon, can we keep these two uh, uh, with clothes on, please? <laughs> okay, so here it is. I don't know if it'll show up there, Matt. Uh <laughs> that was me breaking out. It was a bu oh. It's the bunker rub. It's bunker rub. Oh no! <laughs> we did go on to win the event, though. I'll give it that. Though, but it was uh, that was quite embarrassing. Now that looks like. Part, uh, that looks back when there was X's on the field. 
That was actually Formula Five in England, yeah, which yeah. is a crazy event that John Soster puts on, which is a huge field with a lot of bunkers, as many bunkers as he could possibly fit on it. It was actually almost like recreational paintball in a tournament um, fashion, and it was a great time. Formula Five is what he called it. What gun are you shooting there? It's hard to uh, that's see. That's an ego. Yeah. Okay. With a with an Empire loader. Z2 maybe. Was that an ego? I think that was an ego. It might have been a Viking. I think it was. Yeah, and that was a prophecy. One of the first prophecies. <laughs> prophecy. <laughs> Didn't you have your hand yep. in one of the prophecies? Uh, like most of them. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So yeah, yeah thank, sure thank you for sending uh, that in, Simon. Um, yeah. What about you guys in the live chat? Or do you guys have any more? Um, Canadian action photography. I was taking photos walking backwards during a game and tripped over a road barrier. Um, David Sane says, I once called it beyond the bunker to Todd's face at Super Game. Yeah. But I, he wasn't wrong, though. Do you remember our <laughs> after show used to be called Beyond the Bunker? That's right. That's right. Uh, you're dead to me now anyways, David. Yeah. 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 Uh, Brandon uh, Lemmy says, wasn't me, but one time saw a guy at a scenario with grenades hanging off his rig by the pins. Oh. Came back to the staging area covered in paint about half an hour later. <laughs> Wet. <laughs> That's awesome. I love the idea of a paint grenade, but I've never seen it actually done properly. And keep in mind that we watch a lot of rental guys. So you see a lot of guys just throw it and it hits a building and hits the ground and spins around and doesn't hit anything. Puts but, you know, um, rates. We used to, you know, the team Canadian contingent, they're a, a team out of Canada. They used to do a lot of refereeing. They still travel down and play yeah. events in the U.S. Honorary member of the Canadian contingent. And they used to come down to the EMR event and make um, paint grenades out of water balloons plaster for, for mudding and taping with blue dye in it and one time we on the side of the wall one straight on the top of this guy's head and it was a just hit on top of his head and just covered the poor guy <laughs> oh. it's the only one i've ever seen work in my life and it was so yeah. but i think that's the i think that's the 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 sell on those things is the you buy one and you have a, a, a an idea in your mind of how well it's going to work, right? It's like you fantasizing of going to like a great restaurant and how good the meal is going to be. But yeah, but I've never seen the, those paint the, grenades. The, the paint balloon, the handmade one from a water balloon, worked better than a paint grenade. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of work. To make, when it yeah, drenched the guy. We were we were described. Uh, Joe and I were described to us how they made paint grenades. Um, and we watched now. Now there was a there, this guy kind of made his own, but he had this small little room that the door was shut, and he had a guy in there making their own paint grenades, and every, and the whole room was covered. And the, and it was That's said how Ben that, Tittman used to make them. Yeah, yes. And when they went in there, they had to wear like a Tyvex coverall and goggles and everything because at some point it's gonna blow up on them, and uh, yeah. they're gonna get covered in paint. But uh, you know the success rate was still you know ninety percent, so they were still able to use them. But uh, yeah, Ben used to make a lot of paint yeah. grenades that way, yeah. like so with a pump and pump it into the yeah, pump it into the neoprene. Um, is it neoprene? No, it wasn't I neoprene. It was um, plastic hose, surgical hose. Yeah, That's surgical it. Yep. Yeah. It's pronounced yep. who's. Uh, Zane Smith said he was playing at Flaggers at the old indoor and stood up in the middle of the game trying to fix his marker and took two to the forehead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. 
Uh, Matt Angles has something very nasty to say. Simon Stevens is the man. Matt, Matt is the man. I would coverage <laughs> of the ICPL. And then the Mansfield at World Cup. Matt actually runs all the awesome uh, media coverage for the NXL and the ICPL. Yeah, yeah. So he is the man. And then I'm hopefully coming out next year. Yeah. Matt, you and I need to chat, my friend. I do uh, I do all the media coverage for, for uh, the Ontario Paintball League and do a, a horrible version of the Go Sports for that. It'd be nice to touch base with you and find out what kind of technology you use versus what we use and see if we can share some trade secrets. If you ever want to talk, send out, send out a message. Um, I do like to talk late at night, though. So send me a message after 11 o'clock. Um, yeah, moving on. What are the other things we wanted to talk to Simon about? I, I had a couple of questions for you, Simon. Um, and I don't know if, uh-huh. you're, if you're interested in talking about them or not. Um, first of all, I wanted to talk to you about uh, the paintball, uh, history of paintball documentary that's coming up. But before that, yep. we don't have you on the show very often. And we were having a couple of guys talking about barrels again and uh, the technology behind barrels. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I'm kind of blue in the face talking about that. But is there a big difference between barrels? Can you sum it up? Are you are you sold that one barrel is so much better than another? I don't believe that one barrel is necessarily so much. Some of it comes in. The most important thing by paint that you're shooting, the quality of the paint surpasses anything else in the whole process. Um, but certain barrels can make it. Um, some can make the gun significantly quieter or more efficient the really the majority of that comes from the projectile that you're shooting not from the barrel the barrel can only have a small effect further down the process than um, the actual paint being the most important part is there is there a velocity or an fps that paintballs travel best at i i people always want to be right around 280 i say paintballs travel best around 270 is there is there an actual feet per second that a paintball travels best at depends on the paintball now the best paintball and the best performance you're going to get is with the heaviest projectile you can possibly have should it be less than 3.4 grams most paintballs nowadays are actually right around even less performance is not there compared to the older paint we used to have which was actually heavier if you want the best performance you want the heaviest project so when you project out then you want more velocity so when you hear old Heavy guys talking about how great the paint used to be, they're not yes. wrong. No, they're not. Yeah. No, they're not. And it's been a little while since I measured paintballs, but for a period of time, I actually measured paint to see the changes in mass. Um, and there was a, and it's simple physics and simple ballistics. A heavier projectile will travel further and be more accurate and be more likely to break. Yeah. So. The best performance is from a quality paintball that is heavier. And that's why I'm putting my money into Gavin's company, Terratech Industries. Yes, sir. His paint is made from sand. So it's a sand-based sand fill with no stain, and it's all biodegradable. It's all is it a sand comes- shell as well? Well, that's the patent that we he can't. It's only, it's compressed. It's, uh, sadly, it's not glu- sadly, it's not gluten-free. No, it's, it's not, not, so you can't eat no. it. And there is MSG in it right now, but he's, he's working on it. Is it yeah. ve- vegan? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there is there is the problem with having to constantly lube your barrel while playing so the sand doesn't scratch it too much. Scratch. Like having sand. But it would be it would be fun shooting. It would be fun shooting. We get lots of sparks. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Titanium barrels do spark. It is real. Is it? Yeah. Very true. Yeah. 
very entertaining. The first time I saw it, I was like, what the hell is going on there? Uh, did, was it on a uh, Tippmann C3? <laughs> Actually, no. It was first time I ever saw it was on an Angel prototype that John Rice had. And one of the first ever Angel prototypes actually had a very thin bore um, titanium barrel. And it sparked and it was the freakiest thing. Hmm. Will we see any sort of resurgence of maybe not necessarily the name, but some Angel? Will we see any? The name, I actually just looked up the name probably only four or five months ago. And it is still painful feel which is i believe is jed green still um and they just renewed the um trademark on it hmm. so they still have it it's still live who knows they might bring something back they might do something i have no idea but it is still owned by the same people they haven't let it drop they haven't gotten rid of it hmm okay because it'd be nice to be able to i mean angel was the top of the top it was absolutely it was the, and, the pinnacle by far why do you think it disappeared there are many reasons why it disappeared and i suspect that some of that actually might come out in the um movie the the documentary on painful history yeah yeah and that's a good they spent more than two million pounds fighting that lawsuit and two million pounds and a lot of time from the key people in the company is very distracting from making new products and from innovating from doing other things right and i think that didn't help the situation yeah yeah well Hopefully we'll see them come out, and hopefully it'll be with some new goggles or something small before they uh, get back. Where are my angel eyes? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there they are. (laughs) You bugger. Hang on. Two seconds. (laughs) So while he goes get something to taunt me. To taunt you. To taunt me. I do want to have a pair only just to have, not to wear because he couldn't. Because he can't wear them because they're the most uncomfortable mask ever created. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Angel eyes. Yeah. Which I think is part of the reason why they never made it out. Yeah. Simon's. I have to fix them. See, without the goggles, that's where Simon gets his his nickname, Angel Eyes. Yeah, there's a little, little bit of a gap. That's not, probably not quite a. That's true. So nah, it's, it's fine. It's good. Yeah. So paintball. Uh, oh, before we get into the paintball documentary, I completely spaced. I, I have this written on my sheet. I should have told you guys. You guys have been asking for a while, and Zane Smith, I'm going to point my finger at you. Um, so I went down and I looked at all of my old hard drives. Matt can attest to that there's probably six or eight hard drives sitting beside his computer right now. And I went through a bunch of them. Most of them still work. And I found all of our original shows and our original Ew. podcast when we started podcasting. And so we started podcasting at 136 episodes in. So we started podcasting at that point. Um, what I'm going to do on every Thursday night... I'm going to upload a retro uh, podcast starting at as early as I can possibly find. And it might not be episode one, but it'll be as early as I can. And not the show, but the podcast form of it. So we're going to start uploading those on Thursday. So if you guys want some old retro content, we'll do those on Thursday nights. And I'll I'll upload every week until I get caught up. So speaking of back catalog, a good or new friend of ours uh, from the YouTube world. Uh, Ardav said he only discovered BTB about two weeks ago, and he's binged about 70 episodes already. Well, so. that poor fellow. Wow. <laughs> yeah, to which Gavin, both and I asked, 
What the hell's Why? wrong with you? <laughs> Maybe he's incarcerated. Yeah, no Maybe that's all he has. Maybe he's in solitary confinement, and it's the only way to hear human contact. So he's binging some crap right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank it's, you for watching. Cl- Best of luck to you, my friend. Of, yeah. of all the wasted bandwidth on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome aboard. I said it uh, to this train wreck we have. Yeah. It's wonderful to, to hear uh, people are now connecting with us. And you know what? They, they haven't been scared off. They're looking back at the back catalog. Maybe they're searching for an actual good show. I don't know, but uh, maybe okay, they're, all good. <laughs> they're all good. Uh, Chris Pringle, I'm not really sure why. Maybe I'm missing something in the live chat. He basically just says asshat. Uh, Chris Pringle, I, I see <laughs> your comment, you. and it reminds me that I have one of your images, and we're we're running out of time this this week because we have Simon, and I'm not going to do it. We'll do it next week. But uh, I have a picture of you in action shots that we may very well get to uh, later on. Well, not in this segment. We'll do it maybe next next week. Um, so Ooh, yeah, himself pay- just joined Facebook chat. John oh, is he? The man behind the movie. Yeah, yeah. I don't, don't tell him I'm here. I don't want to talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of John's movie, I'm super excited. We I watch all too, the trailers. Yeah. We all We're are. following pretty pretty well. But what is, you know, our, you had an opportunity. Tell us about your experience because you obviously had a chance to speak with him. We saw your interview and we saw the snippet that's going to end up on the cutting room floor anyways. Um, but talk to us about some of the other gold that may have, may or may not have made it in. I I had a chat with John, and then I had another chat, and then an hour later we decided we were going to meet again and do some more talking. It was amazing because he actually brought out a lot of memories and a lot of things that I'd forgotten about. Kind of, it was cool to talk about them again. And, to, and I've always said that there's so much history and so much cool stuff in paintball that someone needed to capture it, and John has taken on that behemoth piece of work to do um and just the things he brought out of me that i was excited to remember and to bring up it was you know had that same conversation interviewed and i cannot wait to hear the other sides of some of the stories that he's going to pull together and all of the are going to come out in that movie and then subsequently all the other pieces of work that are going to follow from that because it is just such a huge piece of work that he's undertaking sure. yeah i've been called a piece of work now you know Simon, yeah. anybody who's, <laughs> yeah, anybody's played paintball is equally as excited enthusiastic about seeing this so john i can't wait uh you have my 25 dollars backing I, I certainly hope anybody that is interested in this project can uh, spare a couple of bucks because this is not a cheap endeavor to uh, to put together. No. No, so anybody... It's a huge able, piece yeah, of absolutely. work. Have you seen and, John's and, catering needs? Yeah. That alone is <laughs> yes. incredible. Yeah. One of the things that he was just posting about was that he's looking to do uh, premieres of the uh, movie at different locations around the country, and he's trying to find out how many people would travel and go to do that. Um, and having been at the premiere of Push and how monumental that was for Paintball, I am really excited to be at one of the uh, premieres for the new movie. Yeah. Well, I, I I saw that I saw that post and I answered that we would drive an hour, so we would drive into Toronto or we would drive into Buffalo. Mm-hmm. I think we would even probably drive into Detroit um, if the, if, it, cool. if if there couldn't be a Canadian um premiere yep. but i think there's enough paintball players in the toronto area that you could probably oh yeah, yeah. do a premiere i would yeah. be very excited to go because the only premiere that i've gone to for a paintball premiere. movie was bobby dukes <laughs> so <laughs> could we what it sounds me though is for this movie things and those clips that he's done good enough to make it into the movie and every single one that he's put up 
and exciting and awesome to see. So those are the ones that weren't good enough. So what is actually going to be in the movie? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, John, I see you're watching right now. If there's anything that we can do in Canada, uh, Joe and I behind the bunker, Gavin, Zuby, if we can help with the premiere, even in Toronto, something like that, we can help organize it. And maybe we can do something there to help promote it. Uh, let us know. We definitely be, uh, be like to be a part of that. Maybe we do a live show before or after. Uh, maybe even after would be the better one. Then we have an opportunity to see it. And uh, you know, he's actually doing. He's writing and recording movie himself. That's amazing. Yeah. Right. So yeah. We're, we're working really hard to try to promote this because we want to make the part two. We want yeah, to be. Right. The, so we want to be. Yeah. The part how, do you, the how much content there? There is going to be, hopefully, a whole series of things to get through. So basically, Simon, in his nice British way, is saying, you guys don't deserve to be in the... <laughs> no, no, no. That's fine, I get no, it. No, actually not. I, I think <laughs> Tatar should be in it. I think there's a lot of people that should be in it. But it is such a huge piece of work. I don't know how it could ever be completed. Yeah. But, and that's what I brought up, too. I said, you could continue this on. Like, you could do an entire Absolutely. movie with just Simon, with just Bud Orr, with, like, tons of people that are in the industry. And you could... Do a rolling miniseries like I? Yeah, it would be and awesome the, and the to do that. Well, the history is still able to modern day, so he's already trying to a huge time span yeah. into this this one piece of work. Yeah, yeah. the exciting part of the project no. is like with any other sport. I mean, hundreds of years old, but you have legends of the sport, innovators of the sport, creators of the sport who are still living right now who are, who are being interviewed. So I think that's the most remarkable part of uh, the infancy of the sport and. Uh, and you, we can is, talk to the, the, the creators. Yeah. That is actually one of the things that I tell people that has been an absolute blessing in my life is that very beginning of fame, part of it for long enough, but I feel very privileged to have been through a good part of Paintball's history. Um, and there isn't many sports or things you can be involved with. And it just doesn't exist, I think, anywhere else. Right. So it is a cool thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, we are getting close, ladies and gentlemen, to the end of the show. So here's what we're going to do. If you guys are watching us on Facebook, um, we're going to end the stream here for you guys. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, we're going to continue to record the after show there um, and, and, and broadcast there so you guys can watch it over there. And Simon, if you're okay to hang out just for a few more minutes, we'll do an after show. And yep. um, we'll talk about all the people that were watching us in the uh, pre-show. We'll talk about some paintball in that one. Yeah, yeah <laughs> might as well. Maybe a little bit. Because I've got this new electric paintball car I want to talk to you about. <laughs> um, cool. Well, uh, Gavin, I'm going to let you do the sign-off for, for Facebook. All right. You know, it's wonderful to be here, folks. Thank you so much for joining us and joining us every Monday, particularly some of our newer listeners, and we haven't scared you off yet. So thank you so much for everybody tuning in on every Monday night, or especially for this evening. Make sure you hit like and share so everybody knows what you can do on a Monday night, and we can talk paintball, we can talk about electric vehicles and all that wonderful stuff. Or thank food. You, or food. So thank you, much, thank you so much for joining us. And my friend Joseph will also say a few words. Awesome, guys. Thanks again for tuning in to Beautiful Behind the Bunker Night. Thanks for Simon Stephen for joining us. Thanks for everyone for tolerating us. Um, don't forget Paint Fest at Flaggard is indoor Sunday, December the 8th. Bring a friend to play paintball. Free entry, free rentals. 
We'll have some demo markers available. Lots of Christmas hours, lots of stuff. Buy, shop local, shop at a paintball brick and mortar store. Don't buy online. Support these guys. That shop are, smart, guys. Shop S-Mart. You know what? <laughs> buy at a store. <laughs> don't buy online. I hope you somebody out there got that. Soon cease to exist. Yeah. Josh, you want to say farewell? Sure. Farewell. Guys, if you're watching us on Facebook right now, zip on over to YouTube. We're going to continue to broadcast over there, hopefully, if we figured it out. And you can watch our podcast extra. If you guys are listening to our podcast, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Don't be a freeloader. If you liked what you hear, make sure to hit the share button below. Also, follow us on our social media outlets like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, ICQ, and now MySpace. If you want to join the conversation, post your comments and we might read them on the show. Hey folks, welcome to our after show. This is sort of beyond the bunker. We were talking about it earlier on the show. And this is the time we get to sort of riff and just sort of chat about electric vehicles and food. <laughs> and all sorts of... Are we going to talk about anything paintball tonight? No, nothing at all. Oh. We had marginal chats about paintball. See, if we if we preface the show by saying we're not going to talk about paintball, then we'll talk exclusively about paintball. So that's sort of the reverse psychology I'm trying to go for. Yeah, yeah. Um, we got a couple more guys lo logging into Facebook, or sorry, into YouTube right now. Um Simon, if I haven't said it already, it's always nice to have you on the show, my friend. I appreciate everything you've done to support for the show, and you've kind of been one of those guys that have, you know, tolerated us. Tolerated yeah. us, yeah, yeah. I am. I am. I am. Many shows you've done. When you read out the number earlier, four hundred and something. That was four hundred thirty-eight episodes. Oh, good for you guys. That's impressive. That's seriously it, is, impressive. Is it really good for us? I think so. Four hundred thirty-eight <laughs> Monday nights. I have not been home. That's a lot of. That's a lot of money. No, I, I mean, obviously there's a level of seriousness here, but I am impressed by that. Yeah. We, you know what? In all fairness, we, we love doing it, and it's it's a blast. Um, but, but, I mean, it really, it really comes down to the guys at the bottom of our screen. We, every year, have to keep up with technology, and we try to make our show better and sound better and have better content, go to events. Mm -hmm. And if it wasn't for our sponsors, and it's, I know it's a blatant plug right now, but guys like... GI Airups, Ruthless, Altama, Exalt, Planet Eclipse, EG, and Lux. I mean, and Plush. If it wasn't for these guys, we wouldn't be here every week because this equipment well, costs a lot of money. I was just telling uh, uh, my wife before the show, I need another computer. I need two of them because we we fried them. It's like five grand because See, I people need... don't realize how much work and effort and money it takes to do video and do good video and do coverage and then trying to do it live it's well, astounding look at gavin's work. face how can i afford that i mean <laughs> this I is have some loose change somewhere <laughs> <laughs> it is november i've got two washers here you go spring washers what does that get me oh <laughs> a bowl cap there we go Hey, do you have any? Oh, uh, have do you have any autococker reg seats? I I, I have a. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I do actually take, right here. Will you take that and trade Jeez. for my face? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had a guy who took out. He bought it used, so I can't get upset with him. But he, it looks like he um, took the spring out of the bottom bolt, took the spring out, and put it in backwards, and then rammed it as hard as he could because the seat that comes down onto the rubber bushing had a big gouge in it. it looks like he took something like a hacksaw blade and like it anyways I, I i had to give him the bad news but uh all oh, those regs people shouldn't be taking those things apart yeah there's 
There are some people that do things in paintball that probably shouldn't, but then that's our customers, so I can't say. <laughs> I was about to say, you know, you'd be out of business, Simon. Yeah. But well, I... there are some there are some customers that are better with their equipment than others. Than others, rather, um, I'll put it that way. So I was having the conversation with another fellow who who was buying a a Planet Eclipse MG M M one M one on seventy R, and we were talking about the the whole autococker thing, and he said, "Well, I have a Resurrection and." You know, it doesn't need to be timed. It never has been. It it just works right out of the box. And I and I got to thinking, and, and we were talking about it. And and uh, he also had a, a predator. And I said, like, that's another gun. Like, when was the last time you had to time that thing? But then when you look at the old 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 autocockers, there was so much fart with factor that people would just start getting in there with Allen keys and yeah. wrenches, and they bring it to the shop the next day and say, it's not working. I don't know why. I didn't do anything to it. Yeah, the the old my friend did it thing, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. We, we laugh as soon as someone walks up to the booth and says, "My friend did this," and we're like, <laughs> "Okay, so what did you do?" Um, <laughs> but the we we made significant changes when we did the Empire Resurrection at Empire, and then with everything I've done at Inception, to make the autococker a lot more reliable and a lot simpler to use and to work and just to enjoy playing with. Um, and I have some people that are actually mad at me for that. Right. Um, I have some people that are mad at me for taking the magic out of timing a gun because I have a video on my YouTube channel that talks about how to time an autococker. Right. Uh, it's one of our most watched videos hmm. and it's super simple and people do it and they're like, uh, is that all there is to it? It's not as scary as I thought. And I'm like, with one of my guns, it really isn't. With some of the older guns, it's a little bit harder than our video makes out. Um, but with one of our guns, it really isn't scary. And there is, there is, there is no magic or secret to it. And it's just a couple of simple steps. Um, so people can can do it, and we have people that are mad at us, but for actually making it too simple and too easy. I I miss timing autocockers, and it, and the why I liked about it was it was it's mechanical. You can see what is. Um... That's the fun of shooting it. That's not necessarily the fun of timing it. It, it used to be that timing an autococker took thirty minutes, forty five minutes, or, or even longer. I tried working on a friend's gun with some old parts the other day. And I was legitimately working on it for an hour, hour and 15, and it drove me crazy. Whereas I can time one of my guns. If I can't do it in three minutes, it's because I dropped an Allen key on the floor. And maybe five minutes maximum to time one of my guns. It's, yeah. it's just a completely different situation. Yeah. The only problem we get into with uh, older autocockers is just the three ways. There's a million different three ways. The O-rings all seem to be a little bit different or finicky. And then the, the a, lot, a lot of the problem with the older guns now is that you were saying seals really only have a five to six year lifespan maximum um and urethane is a phenomenal material for a seal but they don't last longer than that and autococcus haven't been made since was it 2004 Four, they started 2004 making? 2005 okay, right. yeah yeah so every single seal in an older gun that's urethane is on the verge or if not bad and people gas them up and they're like oh it's sealed yeah well what happened is that urethane seal that's turned into tar moved out and sealed but the next time you try to cycle it or do something it's going to start leaking then all that stuff's going to go through the gun and it causes a nightmare no. so, so that, that's the problem we see with the older guns but if you take an older gun and you update the o-rings you update the seals they're phenomenal guns still. They'll Can still you, work where, where i've got a, a, a vf tactical one of the first mm -hmm. ones Great ever gun. made um no serial number one of the first 10 made for um the first oklahoma d-day where awesome. do you have parts do you have O-rings and parts for that, or is that for some of it? For some of it, um, like this is a, this is a, a actually <laughs> on my desk. This is a seat for the regulator and a set of O-rings. 
And that will work on any of our regulators, but it will also work on any of the Empire or any of the WDP regulators. So those are available. Um, and then most Owings are relatively standard sizes. The things that become hard is some LPRs, um, you see for some of the LPRs. But they're still out there, they're still available. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I miss I miss having those guns come through the shop. I miss That's a different thing, yeah. 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 I, I miss the opportunity for store and field owners to make yep. sales and yes. to engage with their customers and to build relationships with their customers. And that's it. Forget about the store owners making money because at the end of the day, that's important too. But I like to be able to go into a store, take my gun and know that for 40 bucks here, 60 bucks there, I can add something new to the gun and make it better. And in yep. my mind, hey, I got a new valve. Do you hear that click? Do you hear how yep. how how more? You know, I got a new reg. I got a new three way. I have a new bolt. I have a Delrun bolt. You yep. know, that's it's lighter. I have a shorter cocking arm. I bought an evil beaver tip, you know, <laughs> or beaver tail, right? Like the so customizing many, was part of the fun of the process. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I bought yes. a clamping feed neck. Man, that was the greatest thing in the world. How did we survive without them? Uh, going back and using old Phoenix and trying to make coppers sand, fit onto an old gun. Oh my! Or electrical tape. I remember sanding Halo Phoenix to make them fit onto some guns, and just with a nasty rasp of a file, yeah. just destroying the Phoenix, desperately yeah. trying to make it fit on a gun. Well, I love the guys. You hand them a piece of sandpaper and you go, just kind of give it a couple of turns, then put it in the gun, check it. Do a couple more turns and seven, and then they come back and they say, "Can I have?" Well, no. <laughs> then they come back and they go, "Can I have?" tape i went too far <laughs> that's because you're trying to do it carefully then you get pissed off because yeah, it's not yeah. working yeah. <laughs> you take too much off yeah. oh i destroyed a few hopper shells yeah speaking of sanding though one thing i ran into on the weekend and i showed a guy how to do this the sniper the sniper pump by uh, uh empire mm -hmm. a lot of guys find that they don't shoot them for a little while they bring them out of their bag and their pump arms are sticking and it's because the delrin pump handle is either yeah. dirty Wolves. swelled up or whatever so what i've done is mm -hmm. i've taken them out and i've taken a, a pen or a pencil something that has a like a like a actually a sharpie works best wrap it in sandpaper paper and hone out the inside yep. just to make the the diameter bigger and then uh then 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 you're laughing and then it yeah it, or you can use a half inch drill or yeah. we actually have all of our drift kits on sale right now for 99.99 <laughs> which is Fifty dollars off, and you can upgrade the kit on your Empire Sniper that way. And then, if but you, you can do it with sandpaper or Oh, you put the BTP code <laughs> in there. That'll take another ten percent off. So that means ninety dollars. That's a bargain. That is actually there you a bargain. Go. And then <laughs> free shipping and hand delivered by Simon Stevens. <laughs> Not sure about that one. <laughs> hey, so the last time we were at your shop, what has changed? You uh, you were you were in a you were in a fairly large building. You had a couple CNC machines. You were building out your upstairs office have you built so out any more have we, you built we actually acquired a building at the end of the at the end of the road when you turn into that property so we moved our offices and our warehouse space up to that location yeah. um and then took over more of the uh the machine shop so your commute still hell yeah it's about 10 times as long as it was <laughs> i'm about i'm about 600 feet now yeah yeah doesn't it suck when you get out of your house and you can literally walk to work? Uh, actually, I need to do more exercise. I've been a little bit too much weight, so doing a bit more exercise is good for me. Yeah. we got Thanksgiving coming up too, so... Can't wait for that turkey dinner. Your turkey dinner's too late. 
You got to do it in the first weekend of October, like real people do. And then <laughs> well, you can yeah. then you can have a nice span between October and Christmas, and actually get you like right now you have yeah, Thanksgiving and Christmas over top of each other. Because if I was back in England, we wouldn't have turkey dinner for anything other than just Christmas Day. Yeah. So if you have one early in October, that means you can get two a year. Now that's a plan. I like that idea. Yeah. See, I like turkey. I think you could have it more times than just two times a year. I agree, but we only have it once. I agree. I could absolutely have it more often. Don't you have it at Christmas? Yes. Sometimes. Or or the holidays. Sorry to be more politically if, correct. If English family are over, we will have it at Christmas. Otherwise, we probably don't. Yeah. We usually have a prime rib and a turkey because that sort Ooh, of prime rib. helps everybody. I would take prime rib. <laughs> I'm a sucker for a good prime rib. And what about some Yorkshire pudding? I miss those. I miss those. My wife actually just learned how to cook them, and she's doing an amazing job of cooking Yorkshire puds. Nice, nice. They're not healthy either. Get her in touch with no, my wife. She can, she can, she can do it in a uh, a muffin pan and make individual uh, Yorkshire puddings. Very cool. Yeah. Simon I, do miss, his... I do miss the Sunday roast. That's one of the things I miss about England. Yeah. Don't shouldn't we be talking about paintball? Yes, we got sidetracked again. We were, we were talking about table. <laughs> oh, geez. All right. Well, we should probably end this show unless well, anyone else on. has. I got a question. Oh, for oh. Simon. wait. All right. So those limited edition uh, auto cookers that you're making, yep. are there any left? Uh, there are some left. We're actually um, custom anodizing a bunch of them. So uh, we don't have too many left. We're doing, I think we're doing uh, 50 in total of the FLE with the rip frames. Um, and we've sold more than half of them, so I'm not quite sure what's left. No, because I'm trying to devise ways of saving money. You know, maybe <laughs> might sell a kidney. I want one uh -huh. of those uh, tequila ones. If, if you haven't tried that rip frame, um, I do something. Every now and then I do something, and I'm like, ooh, that's pretty good. And uh, the rip frame, when I, when I went to look at making a hinge frame, if I had just made a hinge frame like every other hinge frame, I'd have been done in a week and selling them, and everybody would have just been what it was. But that frame, I tried to do something different, and it actually took nearly two years of field testing to get it to the point that I was happy with it, and it's pretty phenomenal. So you're it just is difficult. Yeah, I am. I am sometimes, and sometimes I keep myself for, for doing <laughs> things the hard way, but sometimes when you do things the hard way, you end up with something really special, yeah. and that hinge frame, that rip hinge frame, is something pretty special. And for the guys that like a, a, a lighter trigger and just can get into the rhythm of it, it is an absolute sewing machine. They are phenomenal. Yeah. I've never heard that term before. Yeah, they go well. They go really well. That's great. That's good for stitching people, right? <laughs> it's funny because if, if I'm being completely honest about autocockers, if I'm shooting an old school gun with a side frame, I short stroke the head out of it. It's why I redesigned the trigger system in the Resurrection then in my guns so that I can shoot a side frame without short stroking. And if I'm shooting a gun with an old school hinge frame, I short stroke the head out of it. I can't shoot them for anything. So one reason why I redesigned it was to make it so that I could shoot it. And inadvertently in doing that, I made something that I can't short stroke, that absolutely is super easy to shoot. It's super light. It genuinely has 6% of the force to pull the trigger on that rip frame as compared to the frame on a standard resurrection. Hmm. 6%. Wow. It, it is, it, it, when I actually measured it, and I have a video on my YouTube channel measuring it, when I actually videoed it and measured it, I had to go back and check my calculations because I thought I'd done it wrong. Hmm. It's mind-blowing how much better it is. Wow. Okay, so that BTB promo code... <laughs> and off. That would get you 160 bucks off of one of those. Nice. All right. There you go. That helps. That does help. <laughs> 
and you don't need to deliver it. He's coming to get it. Oh yeah, I'll absolutely. Banging on your door. <laughs> you, you come build it. We'll put it together with you. Yeah. Wow. Uh, we might come down yeah. and see Brian Barno at OXCC for there Super Game. Do it. Do it. Stop by on the way. Do it. <laughs> there you go. It's a challenge now. Absolutely. <laughs> Just do it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we should probably end this program. Uh, otherwise, our bandwidth is going to go crazy. Yeah, you're the one who told me to wrap it up. You're the one who has two more well, questions I for Simon. One question. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Simon. Th- thank you again for being on the show, sir. And and uh, anytime always we get a chance to, to chat, it's always a pleasure. Uh, we're not going to say formal goodbyes because we've already done so, guys. If you um, are, are are enjoying our podcast, please tell a friend. Um, if you're liking this podcast, most likely you don't have any friends, so <laughs> do do try to find some and, and let them know because we do exist here. A lot of you guys are finding us every week, and our numbers are going up, which is fantastic. And we are, and we have heard your calls. We are going to start putting up retro podcasts starting this Thursday night. I'm going to start with the earliest podcast that I can possibly find that we recorded, which is probably going to be about a hundred and somewhat episodes in and uh, we'll post that up on thursday night we'll tag it as retro uh, so you guys know what you're getting into but uh, thank you so much for for listening to us we'll see you next week thanks for having me Talking over it, some people do it.